If this is your first time here, we've been talking about the kingdom of God, uh, trying to possess it, trying to understand it and articulate it more, and specifically through Jesus's prayer, how he taught us. So in a nutshell, um, the kingdom of God is now and it is to come when we are born again, when we are have a uh, repentant heart, when one sinner uh, turns toward God, we become citizens of heaven. Um, yet, we realize that we still have a temporary life on earth. We're not instantly taken to heaven. I think only three people were in the Bible uh, got to go straight to heaven. But what is it for? We discussed last time. It's to help usher in the kingdom of God. Praying that God's kingdom would come, thy will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. God enlists us for a job. Not just for a job, but for a fight. So I put this, (laughs) God wants you. God gives us a purpose to help usher in the kingdom of God, which is very broad, but more specifically, it's to fight for good against evil. On earth, we are still flesh and blood, but we are kind of like Jedis in training from the movie Star Wars. We are, what do they call a trainee, a Padawan or something like that, for those of you that are Star Wars fans? Anybody been to the new Disney Star Wars kingdom ride? Ah, okay. Is it worth it? Yeah? All right. Cool. Um... When, uh, when we pray, when we spend time trying to uh, get in tune with the mind of God, we are training our hearts and minds for oneness with the Holy Spirit. Kind of like when Luke was training with Yoda, trying to grasp the supernatural. So glimpses of understanding the force, Okay. The modern uh, Star Wars that was bought out by Disney from, what's his name? Guru? Is that the new, is that Baby Yoda? Is that his name? Anybody know? Guru? So he comes from uh, being just a little baby to becoming a full Jedi Knight. So this is kind of our task. Uh, By prayer and fasting, we're going to be talking about today. By prayer and fasting, we train, we tap into God's will as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, how holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then it continues on. Give us this day our daily bread. And that's kind of the arc that we're going to be talking about. The overall prayer that Jesus taught us. I'm going to give you uh, a few P's. Starts with the letter P. Um, The first part, our Father in heaven, how holy is your name, talks about our position in relation to God. Although God is holy, 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 we can call him Father. We, We are his children. It's about our position. And then speaking of thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it as it is in heaven, it gives us a heavenly perspective, a heavenly perspective, right? 
and then give us our daily bread, oh, backing up, your, thy kingdom come, your will be done, give us a heavenly perspective and purpose is to help usher in the kingdom of God, to fight for the forces of good over evil in the world and in our uh, lives. Now, focusing on give us our daily bread, it talks about God's provision in our lives. Provision. So we're going to be talking about prayer and fasting today. God's provision. Think about it. Give us this day our daily bread. Think about if we, in America, in our lives today, were to live on only what we need. Think about that for a second. Um, being hungry and in need is also a state of mind. How many of us have said, I'm starving, I'm famished, right? As you know, we in America have no idea what it is to be starving or famished, but we go from meal to meal, uh, second breakfast to third breakfast to fifth meal like we're starving. But we're not even close, not even close in America. How many of you have been on a mission trip out of a Christian mission trip? Anybody? I haven't either, but... Those that do go on mission trips, they often say it's important to get out of America to get the America out of you. It's important to get out of America once in a while to get the Americanness out of you because this is all we know and we don't realize how the rest of the world lives. I used to have a statistics of, of a percentage for those of you that likes, like numbers. Look up... Uh, if, if the world were 100 people, type that into Google, all right? If the world were uh, 100 people, they boil it down that uh, three of them, three out of the 10, three out of the 10 or five out of the 10 would be Chinese people, <laughs> okay? Because of the population. One in 10 or something like that would be college educated and a certain other, another percent would uh, live so far above the poverty line. So take a look. Um, it's important to get a different perspective. But what I'm going to challenge us to do is to seek 30 days of fasting and prayer to seek God's will and kingdom in our lives. 30 days approximately will take us up to Easter, a culmination of God's kingdom coming, and Jesus saying God's kingdom is being ushered in now, so we could pop, focus on that. But I propose that um, we start a 30 days of fasting. We're talking about give us this day our daily bread. If we were to live on only what we needed, so when we empty ourselves of noise and distraction, this is what it would do for us. Uh, we can be recruited. When we're empty of noise and distraction, we have to be careful because we can be recruited for evil or the kingdom of God. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. 
when we're in need, when we're in hunger, when we're vulnerable, uh, the tempter can come if we're not careful. Remember, we talked about this. Remember halt? To identify before we make a wrong decision, before we're tempted, before we indulge, before we go on to uh, bad patterns or habits, try to identify if we're hurt, if we're hungry, if we're angry, anxious, lonely, or tired. I like that word. Halt. Halt. Makes you stop and think. Well, the negatives to our overindulgence as Americans, right? What does it do to us? Not only does it uh, cause us to gain weight, (laughs) uh, it is, what is it, March now. We should be well into, well past our New Year's resolutions that we've talked about before. Um, I don't know about you, but I need, I've probably been the heaviest I've ever been. I know. My sweater maybe hides it well, but um, it's important to keep our weight down. Um, Increased weight uh, causes a lot of blood and capillaries to support that tissue, which causes excess uh, stress and tension on the heart. It leads to often diabetes. Um, hypertension, arthritis on the joints. Relationally, we become occupied with appealing to our senses. For the young people in, in, the, in the world, uh, we often talk about screen time. You know, our relationship, we're just uh, uh, focused on media, consuming. It's not something you put in your mouth, but it's something that you're consuming into your... Uh, with your time. Spiritually, what does it do? It keeps us ignorant of the will of God. It distracts us, right? I think Satan's pretty, the tempter is pretty satisfied with America because we're so busy doing stuff. We're just busy, busy, busy. And it might not seem evil, it might not seem overly uh, wrong, but what Americans do, we're just busy doing stuff, and we're occupied. And you think about it, what do we do during the pandemic? (laughs) We watch TV, right? Oh, my goodness. Screen time, all these messages just appealing to our sights and sounds. Even this morning, I just kind of, um, I have to, where's my phone as an example? Um, as I was getting ready, I just flipped through a couple uh, social media things, and uh, someone's cooking, you know, Wagyu steak, you know, what they cooked last night. I looked through uh, how to cook, you know, certain Chinese dishes that, uh, next thing I know, I look up, and it's like, oh, I got to get ready. <laughs> you know, a half an hour goes by, 45 minutes go by. It's so easy to feed our senses. So a fast can be a literal fast, skipping a meal. Maybe what I'm going to try to do is no eating or snacking after 7 o'clock. Okay? After my dinner, no more snacking. If I could just cut back on that, uh, that um, 
snacking, watching TV, etc. cetera, um, I think I'll do pretty good with losing weight uh, because that's when my um, potato chip time comes and all that other stuff is after 7 o'clock. Of course, uh, true to form, I knew I was going to talk about a 30 days of fasting. And so all of yesterday, did I fast? No, I did not fast yesterday because it starts today. So all of yesterday, I snacked the whole day. <laughs> I'm preparing. I'm looking up. Oh, I'm going to snack. What can, I, what, can I, what can I get to snack on? I look at the clock. It's 11.30 at night. It's 11.30 at night. Almost 12 o'clock. So our bodies, our bodies rarely know what it is to live just enough. Now that is just, that's a spiritual exercise right there. That's our scripture today. Praying for God's, for our daily bread. To live on just enough. And it's not just food. We're talking about anything our sights and sounds and senses can enjoy. Um, it's kind of like the, if you know the, any of you that follow Winnie the Pooh, um, like that character, what is Winnie the Pooh's philosophy of life? You know, what is he always searching for? Oh, that next pot of honey, right? That next pot, you know, there's drama with Piglet and the rabbit and a storm and Christopher Robin. But Pooh just goes along life, what? In search of his next meal, so his tummy will be full and satisfied. Any of you, I, Garfield was kind of the same. Garfield would be, uh, Garfield the cat, um, he would be laying in bed, and uh, his dilemma in the morning would be to stay asleep or get up and eat. Sleep or eat. I showed a clip of Hamilton, the uh, play last time, that song, Will You Ever Be Satisfied, the chorus uh, goes. Will you ever be satisfied, never satisfied? And it reminded me of the book of Ecclesiastes. King Solomon, the richest king in all the Bible, riches upon riches upon riches. And he said it was like a chasing after the wind. You know, once you attain something, there's always something more. There's always something more that needs satisfaction. Never satisfied. For others, you may sign up for a different kind of fast. Um, whatever your temptation is, maybe it's resisting from boba or milk teas <laughs> uh, five, five times a week, right? Two times a day, uh, three times a week. Or maybe it's soda, juice, simple carbs, white rice, pasta, those things that all are addicting. I, I never quite knew why, um, I understand now why white rice and simple carbs turn to sugar in your body, right? It's, a, it's such a, it's kind of weird. Everything you eat kind of just turns to fat, right? You think you're being more healthy by eating more Cheerios and and pasta, and oh, I'm going to stay away from fatty foods, right? <laughs> you eat more carbs, it just turns to fat. 
Um, but white rice, pasta, the simple carbs. For others, it may be uh, meat. Maybe staying away from uh, uh, red meat or eating more of a vegetarian diet. That may be your fast for the next 30 days. So I'm giving you some options here. Um, I think it'll be a, a spiritual event. When we fast, we become hungry. So I'm going to talk about fasting and an interesting couple passages here. Something to be wary about and careful when you fast because some spiritual things actually happen. When we fast, we become hungry and vulnerable, right? Because food is filling some type of need, a certain type of satisfaction or anxiety in our lives. When we pray and fast, it opens up a spiritual world. And I kind of caution us that it kind of opens up the possibility to be tempted for our detriment or to be uplifted up and built up for the spiritual kingdom. So I'm going to encourage you, why pray and fast? Not only for vanity that I want to lose five pounds to fit into my bikini. Any of you smile? Uh, not only is it to lose weight for vanity, all right, to fit into my clothes uh, better, but it is a spiritual endeavor. When we fast, we take away the distractions, right? Basically is what we're doing. We're taking away all the distractions of sight, sound, taste, all these other things. And we're opening ourselves up. We're emptying ourselves to be filled, all right? We're emptying ourselves to be filled. And I encourage you, what you want to do is fill that with God's word, with God's instruction, or something else will, all right? Something else will fill that time. So remember when Jesus fasted for 40 days, what happened? Who came Right? The tempter came because after he fasted, it says he was hungry. He was also alone and he was in need. And what did the tempter do? Uh, Jesus, if you're uh, the Son of God, worship me. Turn these stones into bread and fulfill your need. But Jesus said, What? Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. An interesting passage in Matthew 12, 43. Get this, when an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through the dry air, dry places, seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives and finds the house unoccupied, swept clean and put in order, then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And that final condition of that person is worse than the first. Have you guys heard of this passage? I just thought of it kind of interesting and odd and, you know, 
spirits and, and things like that. Um, but this is Jesus' teachings. And if we think about it, when we pray and fast, we empty ourselves. We become in need. And the whole idea here is when we're in hunger or a spirit is, is gone, we're, we're uh, trying with self-will and self-discipline to, to keep ourselves from bad habits, uh, bad eating, bad patterns. Maybe it was fulfilling something. Pleasure, boredom. So get this, when... I think this is the interesting key to this patch that jumped out at me that I put in bold letters. When that spirit is gone from us, it wants, to, it wants to come back. That's why it's so easy to try with our own self-will to break a habit, and guess what? <laughs> you know, we end up stumbling and failing, and we go back to it again. Uh, our patterns and behaviors, I think these are our evil spirits. When that spirit leaves and comes back, it finds the house unoccupied. That means not filled with anything else, right? Not filled with God's word, not filled with God's spirit, not filled with fellowship. Then it goes and takes other seven spirits with us, with it. So it's kind of like our vices tend to overlap with each other. It's very similar to uh, people trying to break one addiction. They, st they go g cold turkey. You've heard that with uh, smoking, people that are addicted to smoking. They go cold turkey. You know, how's it going? Well, people tend to trade one addiction, what, for another addiction. And those, I think, are the other evil spirits. If it's not filled with something, if, it, if these evil spirits find us empty, it's going to come back. So instead of eating, we will substitute Bible reading and Bible listening. So for those of you um, that read your Bible, God's Word from pages, I encourage you to do so. For the rest, for some of us that are more... Uh, you know, have our Bible, Bibles on our iPhone or application or things like that, I encourage you to look, download Bible Gateway, the Bible Gateway app. Um, I've played it a couple times. You can actually listen. The Bible will read to you in different voices, and there's actually a dramatized version that I love uh, uh, listening to. Um, Rather than me reading my tiredness into the text uh, um, and things like that, it, it's reading in kind of a play-like manner that's uh, much easier to listen to. So I encourage you to do that. Um, I, I, I can show you afterwards how to look at, um, um, download it on your phone. Most of you have an iPhone. And I encourage everyone to listen or read through the book of Acts, okay? Not the Acts, but Luke, okay, for the next 30 days. So that's my challenge for you. Uh, for me, um, COVID was kind of tough. COVID was kind of like, like this uh, passage in Matthew for myself. Um, it was an emptying of things to do, 
right? Last, last three years, uh, some of us uh, couldn't go to work anymore. <laughs> we had to work from home. If you weren't working, uh, you weren't able to go out anymore. You weren't able to go to a restaurant anymore. It was scary to go shopping. And so there was a lot of unproductive time for myself. Uh, idle time was this emptying of, of uh, discipline, a routine, productivity for myself. So preparing messages every week has been really good for me because it's been this discipline of filling myself with God's word, listening to the Bible app. Whenever I'm anxious, I can't sleep, I just turn on my Bible program and God's word puts me to sleep, you know, like a bedtime story. Uh, not to say that it puts me, that it's boring, but it, but it uh, uh, settles my mind and my heart just to absorb God's word. So it's helped push out, help fill the house, push out the unproductive spirits of idle time, procrastination, distractions, obsessing over my next car that I want to buy or my investments which I obsessed over during COVID because there was nothing else to do. So I filled my mind with God's word. However, I need to learn how to not stress eat, okay? I need to learn how to do that. So that's going to be my fasting over the next 30 days so we can talk and keep each other accountable for that. So this is what I'm encouraging you to do. This is how we're going to apply the prayer that Jesus taught us, not just talking in large terms. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what we're going to be focusing on the next 30 days for your life. What is God's kingdom? What is God's will in your life in this season of life? As we take this practical discipline of prayer and fasting, Give us this day our daily bread. To live simply, to eat simply. It's something we do tend to do three times a day for some of us, five to six to seven times a day. <laughs> but it's a very practical way, a reminder. As you eat simply, you're praying this prayer. Lord, give us this day, give, give me this day my daily bread. This is all I need. A bowl of oatmeal, complex carb, a little fruit, that's it. That's all we need for a meal. It doesn't have to be fancy. In fact, our, uh, I've encouraged coffee and refreshments after, and it doesn't have to be fancy either. Um, in fact, next week I'd suggest a pot of joke. <laughs> Being an Asian American church, all right? It's simple bowl of porridge to warm our souls. True, it's a, mostly a simple carb, but you, you get the point, okay? Something, something simple, all right? Something simple. I think that'll be good. So I think Audrey has a sign-up that you can uh, uh, sign up for refreshments every week. So I'd encourage you to do that as we uh, fellowship with each other and gather in small group time after, after uh, service to share our week, how it's going. 
We'll be asking each other, how's your fast going? What do you think about fasting? Have you ever fast, fasted? What are you learning? We're not going to be gathering in a small group today. Uh, you're going to be talking about um, uh, uh, some logo for your social media after church, after communion. And then we're going to have some fellowship in uh, Crone Hall, okay? So when we pray, we're praying to understand God's kingdom and will on earth. While God provides our daily needs, we will take our minds off of our excess and distractions and meditate on God's will be done in our lives. So as we wrap up and transition to communion, um, maybe you could start uh, um, dispersing the communion elements. And what I'd like you to do, I'm going to play the song that I played uh, last week, God, your will be done, not mine. Your will be done, not mine. So at the end of the song, uh, we'll take communion all together, okay? Communion elements are coming down the aisle. So I'm looking in anticipation, and I hope you are too. You know, you come to church to seek the will of God, for 30 days, it's the ability to turn your intention into a habit. Why 30 days? Because it takes 30 days to build a habit. It takes 30 days to uh, turn in a good intention into something that's part of your life. So think about these things. Think about what, uh, what distractions you might want to give up or think about the distractions hear God's spirit speaking to you that God might reveal these are the distractions that are keeping you from joy these are the distractions that are keeping you from from possessing the kingdom of God everything that I have for you on a weekly basis so let's meditate on these things and we'll take communion together at the end. Let's close in prayer. <clears throat> Dear God, we uh, come before you to uh, seek your will, your kingdom. We thank you for revealing yourself to us, Emmanuel. God with us, that your kingdom was shown as we commemorate today, that even while we yet we were sinners, God, you still died for us because you loved us. Thank you, God, for restoring um, our, your relationship with me. God, we remember we recall that we are sinners, that you are holy, 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 God, set apart from us. And we remember that 
Even while you are a great judge, your love and mercy is even greater. So God, we receive that now. We receive your love, your mercy. And we rejoice, God, in uh, knowing that even while yet we were sinners, you still loved us and chose to die for us. So we thank you, God, for that. We thank you for communion, communion with you today in song, in worship, in word. And these next 30 days, God, we will worship you in deed as well as we fast from the distractions of the world, God, that this uh, living in America affords us, distractions at every turn, God, to satisfy any desire that we have for our eyes, ears, and our stomachs even. God, we look forward with anticipation these next 30 days up to Easter. Um, how this discipline of prayer and fasting and, and Bible listening and reading, God, how are you going to uh, speak to us in these coming days? So these things we uh, look forward to. We pray in your name. And all God's people said, amen. All right. Thank you for coming.